Now I'm going to step back and say, I have a pretty firm belief about vacations. So a vacation. Talk to us about it. You have a okay. definition of a vacation here, folks. Yes. This is a definition of a vacation. A vacation is when adults go alone. If you have children. Okay. <laughs> I, so, I so far agree a with you. A family trip is when children accompany you. Because it's not a vacation if you still have to ensure their safety and that they're fed and that they sleep. Well, good day, fellow wanderers. Joseph here, and I am on our podcast today coming to you live. It's very cold up here in the north, and I'm talking to a fellow northerner. Uh, that is uh, on the same uh, latitude or longitude. Who knows? I don't even know. I'm a travel agent. I don't, I've never gotten those words uh, uh, set. But it's my friend Stacy Sikorsky from Minneapolis. And that's where she currently is. But we're going to talk a little bit about where she's been and what she's about. But um, Stacy and I uh, met, I don't know, 25 years ago, something like that, when we went to college together. And um, she was way smarter more brilliant and way cooler than I. And so I thought, man, I want to get her on my podcast. She's doing some amazing things also in uh, Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. So we'd love to have her share about in a little bit, but Stacy, Minneapolis is where you're from. You want to just say hi or any sort of a perfunctory greeting that you'd like to give us today? (laughs) I I guess if I'm from the North, I could say you betcha. You betcha. You betcha. Yes. Well, thanks for having me. I don't know if I was way cooler or smarter than you in college, but thanks for uh, making me feel good. (laughs) Um, Stacey, so you're in Minneapolis right now, but where you didn't did not grow up in Minneapolis. You grew up in the evil empire um, state. Uh, the state that um, all of the governors are in federal prison. Yes. So I grew up in uh, Illinois. So uh grew up in Illinois, um, uh, but have if I if I haven't lived in Illinois in my life, I've lived in Minnesota. So I now call this home. So, yeah. Yeah. You, you were in a college town in, in Illinois, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Yeah. So um, pretty much uh, grew up dead center of the state. Uh, Champaign-Urbana. My parents still live there. So uh, we bleed orange and blue, we say. So go Illini. And I actually, uh, after I went to uh, school in, in Minnesota, I went back to Champaign-Urbana and I went to the University of Illinois and got my master's. So, what, yeah. what, what does somebody do? Um, I, you know, there's a, big, there's a big city there in that state, but um, what, what does somebody do in the, the middle of Illinois? Like what's something <laughs> cool to do there if they were going to just go travel that, that direction? So if don't talk to me about Chicago. Travel, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you, if anyone ever says that you are from Illinois, they're like, "Oh, you from Chicago?" And it's like, no, there's an entire other part of the state. Uh, what does someone do in Central Illinois if they were going to travel there? That's that's a good question. I think probably some of the coolest stuff that uh, I did in Central Illinois was to go a little bit further south into Springfield and to see all the land of Lincoln stuff. Um, to go and see the museum, uh, the uh, Lincoln Museum there in Springfield is breathtaking and absolutely amazing. And um, so that's, I don't know, part of our history too, if, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, I have actually been there. Oh, you reminded well, there me of you that. Go. It, was a, it was a really cool museum. 
mm-hmm. um, in Springfield. I don't know why I was. Oh, we were in Decatur. Is that even oh. more close? <laughs> yeah, but why were you in Decatur? Well, you know, a churchy thing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like, we, we were there, not, and not then trying we, to bust on Decatur, but not like the not the best part of Illinois. That's for sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So oh, you. Yeah. Uh, what what was one of the when you moved back to um, Minneapolis? Um, what was one of the biggest things? Because you came from a kind of a smaller city. I mean, mm-hmm. Champaign is a mid-sized city, yeah. college town. So you got some hipster there. Um, but you moved back to Minneapolis in the last couple of years. Uh, yeah. What's some things that maybe you were like you saw a fresh or new compared to what you saw twenty years ago as a broke college student? Like, what were some well, things that kind of hit I, you? I think- so I love adventures and I love doing things with my family. And so probably coming back to Minneapolis, what I loved the most is all of the things that were available for our family to do. So we have, um, my husband and I have two kiddos. Uh, they're now almost 17 and almost, um, 14 or almost 13. And, um, I just love that Minneapolis, that the twin cities, uh, in Minnesota in general, I just feel like we have so much to do year round. And uh, some people think that, uh, you know, once the winter comes, you just hibernate. Um, But Mm -hmm. I think what's so great about the North is that people just know how to dress appropriately. And so we still are very active even in the winter. And so I love, 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 love finding things for our family to do um, year round. And so I think coming back to the cities, you know, years later with a family, uh, we've just really enjoyed all of the activities that we can do. You have a, a very strong social media game with your f- family photos. And, <laughs> and I will, uh, I will um, tell my listeners that yes, you, uh, you get out and enjoy the winter. You are, you are actually one of my probably the top friends that I feel like you're constantly posting a picture on a sledding hill, ice skating, <laughs> Um, that's true just, just chilling out over a fire um you know with your parkas on and your hoods up and it, you know <laughs> i forget if you had a furry hood um do you believe in the furry hood you know with the, uh, the... it depends i have been known to have them i more love a good stocking cap so yes. i love i love a good hat um and also there's these things that it's, I don't know, it's kind of like a scarf, but it's bigger than a scarf. So you can put it on your head as well. I don't, I don't know what they're it called. Calls hoods. I don't know. It's something separate that you can put on. And I swear by those up here as Maybe well. Maybe they're a scud. A, a scarf and a hood. Scud. <laughs> yes. A scarf and a hood. A scud. We should, we should create that. I got my scudy on. Scud, scud, scud. Scudy. Um. What uh, you guys don't live in like downtown though, do you? No, you know we live in, we live in a suburb of of the Twin Cities. Yeah. How much do you get downtown into the the urban life? And I know your mm-hmm. husband works downtown, yeah. so maybe he doesn't want to go back downtown for fun. Um, I mean, we go pretty often. Like, um, I already looked on a website because in St. Paul, there's the uh, St. Paul Winter Carnival every year. And talk to us about that. What is oh, that? Oh, okay. So I don't know the. Ent- uh, you don't so need to I'm be an not, expert here on this show. I'm Just, not going to be an know. expert on, on the Winter Carnival, but I'll share what I know. Okay. Uh, it's been going on for a really long time. Hundreds of years. <laughs> let's just say I don't. I it's don't, a really yeah. long time. 
<clears throat> and so there, the history is you have um, like the winter um, court. So they have like a king and a queen and then princesses. And it's princess of like the north, south, east and west, yes. basically. And then they have the Vulcans, which are like the bad guys. Yes. And they have fire, like they bring fire and they're, they are all dressed in red and black and all this kind of stuff. Um, now, I mean, this has been going on for a while because my mom grew up in St. Paul. Do and they the, go, are they the ones that go out and like, they like kiss people and they put up? Yes, which kiss. now they can't do anymore because oh, I, know. I don't know where that but came from. I was going to tell that story. But oh, mom, I'm sorry. Mom, okay, so my mom grew up in St. Paul and the Vulcans used to come to like a school assembly and these like weird looking guys dressed up in red and black with like face painted and everything would go around and they'd like kind of scream and yell and, you know, and then they'd go and kiss the teachers. And so my mom still to this day, I mean, I won't say her age, but <laughs> she is literally scared of the Vulcans because it was like almost traumatizing to Absolutely. these kids to have these weird men come in to during a school assembly. So uh, basically what happens is St. Paul does this big winter carnival. They have a daytime parade um they crown a new court for the winter court um they have all kinds of activities um in downtown st paul um there's a a medallion hunt yes uh, i remember that, that. We, our family participates in every, uh, every so, year so they hide a medallion like they, anywhere around the city and they like give a clue a like in the newspaper yep yep so they hide it in a st paul um park and then they give a clue every single day and then the person who finds it is like I think it's like a $10,000 prize. And so we've gone many a times in the, in the night uh, with shovels and uh, <laughs> things like that. And we think we know where we're, it is and we have no idea. And have you shovels. ever been even in the right park? Yes. Two years ago. Well, it was before COVID. So yeah, yeah. Years ago. Um, we were in the right park and we parked our minivan in the lot and literally the medallion was at the end of the lot in a snow mound. And it was like, we were so close, but anyways. So yeah, so we do a lot of that. And then like they do it, um, basically what happens in the St. Paul winter carnival is like when the carnival's over, then the Vulcans come in and they mm -hmm. take over because then they're bringing spring the and summer. Yeah. And so then they do like a torchlight parade, the Vulcans do. And so we go to that every year and. I mean, there's you, uh, ice castles around. Oh, I was going like, say, you didn't mention the ice castle. Yep. So they do an ice castle. I haven't heard that they're doing it this year. I think it depends like weather. on the, yeah, the weather yeah. and stuff like that. But like uh, the city of New Brighton is, um, does like a big um, ice castle type of a thing. And so we have that kind of planned. Uh, city of Stillwater does an ice um, maze. Um, wow. So I just am always looking for things like that for our family to do. We we own snowshoes and we just you love are the to definition out. of a fellow wanderer. <laughs> I love it. Maybe I, I maybe I am. You I are. Think, I think I am. I just are... love finding fun things for our family to do, and and we've just always done that. Like for um, Christmas and when my kids were a little bit younger, instead of asking for gifts for them, we would ask for like passes. Mm -hmm. So we would like ask um, one year, my kids got a pass for Mall of America so that during the winter when it was really cold, they could go and ride rides. We've done passes to the Minnesota Zoo and we would go year round, which is kind of crazy to be in like, 
you know. It actually is a fun place to be in the middle of the winter. It is a super fun place to be in the middle of the winter. We've done passes to science, you know, children's museum, science museum, all of those kinds of things. And it's a fun way to uh, pay for that, you know, year round. Uh, I have someone else pay for it year round, but you get to enjoy it. Exactly. Our older kids just bought our youngest daughter, who's two, so our older kids are 18 to 24, and then we have a two-year-old. They bought her a zoo pass for Christmas for our little zoo we have up here in northern Wisconsin. Not as big as the Minnesota State Zoo. Yeah. Um, That's great. You you just get out and you I saw you once uh you were, you came across to the to the promised land uh in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, once I saw you with the pictures of you and your daughter in Hudson, Wisconsin, which is mm-hmm. is a fun little town. Yep. Love Hudson. It's actually now around here people will be like, "Oh, still water, still water on the Minnesota side." We love Hudson. I mean, we don't live that far from it. Um, they have really great July 3rd um, activities instead of July 4th. And they light their fireworks over the river. And it's just beautiful um, to see the fireworks and then the reflection on the water. And they usually have like a bandstand full of, um, you know, with uh, uh, music and stuff uh, all day long. And so that's like a really fun town. They have great shopping. Yep. Um some really good rooftop um, eating mm-hmm. opportunities in Hudson. And so uh, we love that too. Um, uh, I, ever, since, ever since Stillwater redid their bridge, I have not liked their downtown. Mm, yeah. My, my other thing about Stillwater is it's, um, there's so many antique places, mm-hmm. which is great if you're into antiquing, but if you're not, I don't feel like they have like a lot of shopping and stuff. Nope. So. And uh, they're always flooded. <laughs> I feel like they're always flooded and you can't like actually walk down by the river. <laughs> so what, um, uh, Stacy, you, you, do you get out of the, the nation at all? Do you get out? To... Um, yes. So, um, in my lifetime, I have had the privilege. Um, I got to uh, go on some missions trips, mm-hmm. like with our church. And so, um, went to Mexico on a missions trip and then, um, probably, um, the biggest trip I've ever gotten to go on is, um, I got to go to Africa for three weeks when I was in high school cool. and went to, um, yeah, I went to Mwanza, Tanzania. Um, but while we were there, of course, if you're going to be there, you have to go on a safari. So yeah. we got to go to I'm sorry. I need to take this part out. Uh, shoot. Yeah. I can't think. Of, it starts with a K. Just say Kuna Matata when in <laughs> doubt of any sort of African. You went to the Kuna Matata and it was awesome. Yes. Uh, and we went on a safari and got to stay like um, in this protected area. Yeah. Um, and that was by far the most amazing trip I've ever been on and got to go to England. Um, but as, um, until COVID my favorite mode of vacationing was to go on cruises Oh, and yes. And, um, I'm just not ready to go back on a cruise ship, uh, until some things are settled in our, our travel world a little bit, uh, been on, uh, Norwegian cruise lines and, mm-hmm. uh, been on Disney cruises oh. and, um, we did one Disney trip and, uh, then our favorite cruise line is Royal Caribbean. 
And so I've been on six, six Royal Caribbean cruises. So, and the majority of them have, have all been like into the Caribbean. Yeah. So, yeah. I well, love when, uh, when I we love get cruising cruises. back up and going, I might hire you as my side agent to to work cruising <laughs> for me. I mean, yeah, like <laughs> there it's off there. Yeah, I love I love cruises, which is why we're doing. You know, we're um, you've recently booked us to go um, on our first all inclusive, and I think I'm gonna love it just as much because I think there's so many similarities um mm-hmm. to why we love cruises i love um not having to like keep a wallet around because everything's already been paid for um i love the variety of um what you can do um yeah. i um we usually we usually travel um with other friends and you know when we go now i'm going to step back and say i have a pretty firm belief about vacations so a vacation talk to us about it you have a definition of a vacation here folks. yes this is a definition of a vacation a vacation is when adults go alone if you have children okay (laughs) i so so far a family trip is when children accompany you because it's not a vacation if you still have to ensure their safety and that they're fed and that they sleep that's not a vacation. All you've done is just taken your family and plopped it into another place. So when I say vacation, it means my children are not along and I love them and we go on family trips, but a vacation is when you don't have that responsibility. I also say a trip is sometimes when you are doing a very touristy things. Like if you're, you know, you're going to Paris and you're pounding out Paris in you know, three, four days. Yes, it's a vacation, but it's also, that's a trip. Like that's yeah. a, like that's a you're you're going there for you know to, for to learn and to really immerse yourself and you're not you're not relaxing necessarily you know per yeah. se like again on a cruise or an all-inclusive yeah i totally uh, agree with you uh so there you go it's definition of of a vacation, of a vacation. no kids having no kids. having did nine days with our two-year-old in in mexico at some all-inclusives that was a work trip i would have did that <laughs> and um and being just went to Cabo San Lucas with my wife for six days. That was a, a vacation slash yep. work. Um, Stacy, uh, before yep. we before we leave, uh, you do some really cool things in Minneapolis. Uh, anything you want to share with what you do for your, your job or your your life? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I um, I'm a social worker. So after. Um, school where, where we went together, then I went and got my master's in social work. And um, I love social work because you can do a lot of different things. And so I've had the privilege over the last 21 years since I finished my master's of working in a wide variety of settings from um, drug and alcohol rehab to school social work. Um, and now I am overseeing one of the, um, it's like the second largest uh, foster care and adoption agency uh, here in Minnesota. And um, just have the privilege of leading uh, the best team of social workers that are dedicated to um, supporting our youth um, in the midst of some really hard times in their life and um, also finding forever homes for some of them that are not able to reunify with their families. Um, 
So it's a, it's a big job, um, but I absolutely love it. And uh, since you're talking about travel and, and all of that, I think um, something that's outside of a philosophy about vacation, uh, since I'm a I can't wait health. to see how you link this to social work. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm going to. I can't wait. I'm, I'm I, I, sitting I'm, here with I'm anticipation. So as a mental health professional, uh, I'll just put in a plug that, um, uh, you know, there's a, a quite the buzzword about self-care and people talk about it all the time. And I just, I, I will just plug in that um, going on a vacation should not be your only means of self-care. And that self-care isn't just about booking a vacation and um, uh, taking a bubble bath or eating chocolate cake, but that you should build your life so that a vacation isn't your only means of relaxing or unplugging mm-hmm. or different things like that. Um, and so I think if I've learned anything in the last couple of years, it's um, really about <clears throat> through this pandemic, it's about, um, I think we've all recognized what's really important in life and what's not. And uh, maybe kind of going through those weeds a little bit, getting rid of some stuff so that um, people can focus on what's really important and vacations are necessary. They're needed. You got to get away. You got to unplug, but also you need to make sure that you're building your life so that you don't have to just like think of relaxing as chocolate cake, a bubble bath or a vacation. So that's my circle around. Absolutely. Uh, coming, you know, I, you know, I've come from the church world and still, you know, still I'm a part of the church world, but I make my living from travel. Um, I, I can see it from a mile away when somebody's like, we need to go on this vacation. And I'm, uh, and honestly, I get already, I get depressed for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you need to go on the vacation, it's too late. Yep. Um, absolutely. The vacation time really in a perfect world. And again, we don't live in a perfect world, but, uh, in a, in a good world, a vacation should be truly a time that you're celebrating together with your, your family, with your kids or your spouse, you know, what yep. has happened throughout the year. So you have, so to have that, you have to have, as you said, just put these buffers in your life and yeah, and it's more than just chocolate and bubble baths. Yep. It's, you know, weekly times of getting away. It's monthly times. It's, you know, it's a, it's a quick retreat here or there. It's a, you yep. know, it's a ladies night that you have planned and, mm-hmm. and a lot of that's just putting it on the calendar. And I think that's what yep. we don't, we don't do. I, Absolutely. my hashtag I use is put hope on the calendar. Um, Ooh, so I love that. You know, it, and, and obviously there's more that, you know, a vacation isn't your only hope. Um, but, you know, putting those times of, of getting away and retreating and even with your spouse on a, on a date night and with your kids with intentional. So you're not you're not waiting for spring break to, you know, reconnect with your family. Like, yep. And those those words, friends, are, you know, actually kind of detrimental. If you're you can't you can't wait to reconnect. You just need to reconnect and, and yep. do it and don't wait Absolutely. for those those um, moments way off into the future. Yep. That's a good word. Wow. <laughs> thanks for linking that to social working and thanks for working in that. As you know, we, uh, we have been foster parents and probably have had, I don't know, probably close to 50 kids in our house over the years. I know. Amazing. And we have adopted one and, um, and never went into it with, for adoption purposes. 
it just always to help the families reunite. But you know, there's so many times when you're dealing with all the the different sides of it. So you're in a, a noble profession with noble people doing uh, <laughs> great work. So thanks for doing that. Thanks. Anything else you want to share before we cue the uh, the closing music and and then we so. overlay something really cool over the top and and we say goodbye. I don't think so. Wow. No closing words from Stacey Scorsese. She already <laughs> gave those closing words. She defined vacation and told you to I get did. off your butt I did. I defined vacation something. and to build your life with intentionality so you don't have to escape from it. Yes. Your that's life good. should not be something that you have to escape from. So cool. And by the way, my closing words. Thank you. Those are good. And by the, your, your painting in the background of the Stone Arch Bridge in the Minneapolis skyline is, is really cool. Is it a photo or a painting? It's, it's a, a painting. painting. Yeah. It's actually kind of yeah. abstract-y if you get closer to it. So it, um, it's not, it's obviously not in proportion. I mean, it's, I could see that, you know, like <laughs> they, they move the bridge a bit to get that skyline perfectly behind Just it, but, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, one of the iconic places in min- downtown Minneapolis, the Stone Arch yep. Bridge, where uh, you can walk across now, but used to be the major thoroughfare back in the day of logging and um, the, the dams and stuff. So yep. cool photo. Uh, thanks. thanks for coming on, Stacey. Yeah, absolutely. And with us and our fellow wanderers. And um, you have a good, good day and an amazing rest of the week. And a good time on your trip when you head out. I know. I can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs>